I'm pulling my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. Okay, today, uh, last couple um, podcasts, I've been talking about Return to Ravnica block. So I talked about Return to Ravnica. I talked about Gay Crash. So it's time to talk about Dragon's Maze. <coughs> okay, so first to understand, um, Dragon's Maze had a lot of issues with it. So to talk about those issues, I first want to get in on where the change came from. So um, original Ravnica block had large, small, small. The large set had four sets in it. Each small set had three sets in it. Um, and so if you guys remember, uh, the uh, after Ravnica released that summer, we released a set called Cold Snap. Um, and one of the ideas when we were talking about what to do in that slot, uh, Brady Dobbermuth had pitched the idea of what if there was kind of a, a best of the guilds? Like what if, okay, we had the, the three sets that showed off all the guilds and then just, what if the summer was just a bunch more multicolored stuff? Like just sort of like, now that you've met all the guilds, let's throw them all in one set. Uh, and we ended up doing Cold Snap, which was, you know, the Lost Ice Age set. Um, we found it in, in a file cabinet, all made up. But um, anyway, the, uh, the idea of what if you end the guild, like you end a, a trip to Ravnica with access to all the guilds, I, I think that was the place where that idea first came about. Um, in Dissension, which was the third set of the original uh, Ravnica, we did, we, we had talked a little bit about, is there a way to sort of end the block with a little throwback to all the, the guilds in the block? And the answer, we did find a way to do it, which was with uh, split cards. So in um, Dissension, there are split cards which cover all 10 guild pairs. So it was a chance for us to sort of, even if, you know, for all the guilds, including the ones in Dissension, uh, you know, you got part of a split card. Uh, and I think the way it worked is it overlapped between guilds so that the card sort of let you play three different colors, but two colors could be one thing and two colors could be another thing, and they overlapped on a color. Um, but anyway, I think the idea of, you know, maybe there's some way in a Ravnica set to have fun by giving you access to everything. Um, but the idea was that really didn't want, you didn't want to start there. You had to kind of build up to it. Uh, for those who don't know the story... Um, when I made original Ravnica, when we were designed for original Ravnica, there was a period in time that we hadn't yet split them up. Uh, there was actually a playtest where all 10 two-color pairs were in the same playtest, and Hybrid was there. And anyway, uh, the, the, the way that that story goes is Henry Stern, who a pro player, came in third at Worlds twice, you know, a, a very, very good player, said this was too much. It was just too much. There were too many piles that, that Henry, who was one of the best magic players I, I knew uh, was like, this is too much for me. I can't handle how many decisions have to be made. And that's when we realized that it just, it was too much to put all 10 in the same set um, up front. The idea is, well, what if you, we sort of introduce you and establish the guilds and establish the keywords. Um, so the idea was we could maybe, we couldn't start there. It'd be too much to say, here are 10 brand new keywords and here's 10 guilds that you haven't played yet. But the idea we thought was, okay, well, what if, like, what happened was we knew going back that we, it was going to be large, large, small, I think was the original plan. Um, 
So back in the day, what, this, once again, to give a little bit of history, um, when Magic started, or when Block started, which was with Mirage, essentially, I guess Ice Age, Ice Age a little bit, Mirage was full, full was the idea of you would have a large fall set. All oh, these are um, North Northern Hemisphere uh, seasons. Uh, you would have a fall set, a large fall set, then a small winter set, then a small spring set. And for many years, that's what blocks were. They were large, small, small. And then we decided that we wanted to shake things up. One of the ways to maybe make the third set different was to make it a large set and have it disconnected from the mechanics. Uh, and so... Um, oh, have we, have we done that yet? Actually, that's an interesting question. So the first time we did that would be in Innistrad. Okay, so we haven't... So this is before, this is before that. Um, so what the, this means... Okay... Uh, sometimes I have, to, I have to walk myself through history. What this means was Gate Crash was the first large set that wasn't a fall set. Um, I, mean, I mean, not counting some early sets that were summer sets, but like since the beginning of Block, since Mirage, um, everything was, all large sets were in the fall. So Gate Crash was the first time we had a large set not in the fall. And so that idea, um, I, I think what happened, so a lot of what we were pitching, we were pitching the Return to Ravnica block was not just we're going to change it up, but we were changing the foundation of what the block structure was. We're saying instead of large, small, small, let's do large, large, small. And then by the time that we actually got to Dragon's Maze, it ended up being what I would call medium. I wouldn't even call it small. So it had 156 cards, 70 commons, 40 uncommons, 35 rares, and 11 mythics. So that is... Uh, a little bit bigger than small sets. Small sets usually were 143 or sometimes a little bit smaller than that. So this is not, I mean, it's, it is a little bit bigger than a normal small set. Um, but anyway, so the, when we were proposing the idea of the block, um, the, the reason we had done large, large is we really felt it was better to have five in one set, that that was just a better experience. And, um, I don't know. I, I think the way we drafted it was you drafted Return of Rapture and then Gate Crash. I don't think you drafted Gate Crash by itself. That technology wouldn't come until Avacyn Restored in Innistrad, where there's a large set in the block that's separate and you would draft it by itself. So we, we hadn't got to that technology yet. Um, in retrospect, I mean, obviously this is how Guild, Guilds of Ravnica did it. I think it would have been best to draft one set, then draft the second set. And then maybe with Dragon Mage draft it all. Anyway, the, what I'm trying to get to is when we were trying to reconfigure and rethink the block, this was back at a point where a block had three sets, and we really felt that the guilds were best served having five of them in the set. So the idea of having large, large, each with five, really felt like it made the most sense, and we had signed off to do two large sets. So the big question mark had been what to do with the last set, what to make the small set. I, I think... I think we knew we wanted to do five, five, large, large. Like that, that out of the gate, uh, we were pretty sure we wanted to do that. Um, and I, I mean, I got permission uh, from Bill to do large, large. Um, the idea of the sort of conglomerate of everything, I think, came about just because, well, what goes there? Like, we, we need a small set, what goes there? And the idea was, I think we hearkened back to Brady's idea for the cold snap slot of, well, it might be fun just let everybody have access to things. So, so anyway, that I, I, this is all set up to explain how we got to Dragon's Maze. I, I think we really liked the idea of doing large, large, five, five. We just really liked that. 
and we just needed something that sort of complemented that with a given that were, there were three sets. Nowadays, we would just, the third set would have been something different. It, w- it wouldn't have been probably Ravnica. But at the time, that's how blocks work. We were trying to be true to the block. Okay, so, um, so anyway, the, the idea of large, lo- oh, sorry, 5, 5, 10 was baked in from the very beginning. So the design team uh, was led by Alexis Jansen. Uh, you might know Alexis as the winner of the first great designer search. Uh, the team then had uh, Alexis, Eric Lauer, Aaron Forsyth, Sean Main, Dan Emmons, and myself. Um, a pretty, that's a pretty potent team. Uh, and then the development team was led by Zach Hill, uh, and then Eric Lauer, Mark Lobis, Mark Gottlieb, Masami Ibamoto, and Sam Stoddard. Um, okay, so the reason I gave a lot of preamble to get to this is we really kind of uh, gave Dragon's Ma- the Dragon Maze design team a really difficult challenge, more so than I think we realized. Um, now, originally, when we first started, I think it was a normal small size set. I think it was 143 or whatever. Um, and the first problem we ran into was that it was just a very tight fit. Um, now, we had clearly, like, Dragon's Maze, I should stress this, Dragon's Maze was designed to be drafted with the first two sets. We knew there was no way, if you drafted Dragon's Maze, Dragon's Maze, Dragon's Maze, you, could, you couldn't do that. There just wasn't enough of any, I mean, maybe you could draft three-color deck. I mean, it, it would not let you draft a two-color deck. There just was not enough depth in any two-color combination to make that work. Um, but the idea was, well, you're first drafting the other two, and then you get a supplement was the thought process. Well, n- and normally for those that haven't done uh, a full Ravnica block draft, since those are a, a thing of old, um, normally what would happen is if you're drafting just one set, like just Return to Ravnica, you can, and it, it's often the right call, to draft a two-color deck. Normally when you're drafting more than one set, uh, meaning sets with different guilds in them, normally you're trying to draft a three-color set. That's the normal thing you're trying to do in the block. So the idea being is, ideally what you want is you want a Return to Ravnica set, a Gate Crash set that overlap in a color, and then you supplement that with cards from Dragon's Maze. That, that's sort of how the, the concept of the draft works. So, for example, let's say you're drafting Is It from the very first um, Return to Ravnica. Well, you would then look at Gatecrash and say, okay, what are the blue and red guilds? Well, Boros is red-white, and Gruul is red-green, and Demir is blue-red. Uh, so those are... And Simic is green-blue. So you actually have a lot of options... You, in fact, have four options. In fact, um, the nice thing about it is when you drafted that set, there are a lot of ways you could go. Now, I'm not sure every Return to Ravnica set worked that way, um, but because there were... Actually, no, no, of course it did. Because The way it worked was every set had two of each color. So no matter what I drafted in the first set, there were two other guilds in each of the second set that had that color in it because the, by the nation the nature of how we did it. So, no matter what you drafted in the first set, there were four different guilds in the second set that were that were one color that your first set was. So, um, now, the other way to go about it is, in, at some level, you're drafting triads because, let's say I want to play a three-color deck. Let's say I want to play uh, blue, black, red. Um, if I want to play blue, black, red, um, in the first set, uh, I had, let's see, I had Is It that was blue, red, and I had Rakdos that was black-red. 
And then the second set, I had Demir, which was blue-red. So you're going to draft two guilds in one of the two sets and a third guild in the other set uh, so that you have something to draft in every booster. And then the idea is you supplement with Dragon's Mates. Anyway, that was the master plan. That was the idea. And in concept, it all sounded very easy. The problem we ran into was there's just... there's In a small set, the reason we make a large set to do five guilds is... You really need a large set to flesh out five guilds. So to flesh out ten guilds, and not a large set but a small set, you really end up with not a lot of room. It is very, very tight. And one of the issues that we ran into was, how do we do that? How do we make it matter? And so the first thing we did is we made the set a little bit larger. It's 156 rather than 143. Um, We just stretched it up a little bit. Um, We also, I think there were no basic lands in the set. I think the way the set worked is um, the land slot had the gates and the shock lands that had been in the previous two sets. But for the first time, I think it's the first time ever, we repeated cards within a block. I don't think we had done that up to then. I think that's the first time we did that. Um, So the idea was the land slot itself just gave you dual lands. Um, Most of the time you got a gate, but every once in a while you got a shock land. And the idea was that was something you could draft and something you could pay attention to. And because the entire slot was that, it just opened up your opportunities in the last draft to help with your color fixing. Um, okay, so there was one new mechanic in it. So basically, the, all ten of the original mechanics from the, the guilds were there. So detain, overlaid, populate, scavenge, unleash, battalion, blood rush, cipher, evolve, extort. All of those were there. All of them. All of them were there. Um, and then um, we try to do one new thing. Uh, and so remember when I talked about when we did Dissension that we used split cards as a way to show off the guilds. Um, so this time we decided to bring back split cards. Uh, they had been in the last set of the previous Ravnica block. Uh, and we introduced a mechanic called Fuse. So what Fuse is, is normally when you have a split card, you cast card A or you cast card B. But Fuse says, if a card has Fuse, you're allowed to cast both sides if you're able. So instead of of being A or B, it's now A or B or A and B. Now, if you cast A and B, you have to cast both A and B, but you are allowed to do that at the time. Um, I think the reason... So one of the challenges of Dissension was normally when you do a set, you want to introduce something new, right? You want to go, oh, here's the brand new thing, because players like brand new things. But when you're reintroducing 10 mechanics that, that are, I mean, they're not new in the sense that the previous sets introduced them, but there's still a lot going on. There just wasn't a lot of space. So we liked having the split cards in the set. It helped sort of feel, it, it gave it a little bit of a feel of original Ravnica that the previous two sets hadn't done, and it allowed us to introduce something that was pretty straightforward. I mean, we, we needed a mechanic that was fun, but not complex. And Fuse did a good job of introducing that. Okay, so the next way to solve this was you had to figure out sort of how to fit in your, your, your mechanics. I'm sorry, how to fit in your cycles. So there were two kinds of cycles in the set. There were some monocolored cycles that there were five of. And there were a whole bunch of guild cycles that there were ten of. So let me talk through some of these cycles. Okay, first was the gatekeepers. The first I'm going to talk about the the mono-colored five-card cycles. So the gatekeepers were, um, they got three and a colored mana, varied in the cycle. 
Uh, they were all 2-4 creatures. Uh, and when they entered, they generated an effect if you controlled two gates. So remember, the common dual lands, which showed up in the previous two sets and in the land slot, or mostly in the land slot in this set, um, were enter the battle tap lands that we wanted to give a little something extra to. We made them gates. And then we decided we wanted to have, like, the reason gates would matter is there'd be a, a little smidgen of stuff in the set that mattered. We wanted to play in that a little more. And one of the things about Dragon's Maze uh, in the story, let me talk about the story real quick. Um, so basically, there is a giant race that happens. And each, uh, mem- each guild sends, uh, what do they call them? A maze runner um, to be part of to be part of the of that. And um, Jace gets involved. Jace wins the race, which is how he becomes the Guild Pact of Ravnica, for those who remember that part of the story. Um, but anyway, there was a... a the, the main key of the event was all the guilds were coming together for this race. That was kind of the main storyline. Oh, real quickly, just because uh, before I forget to tell this story, it's a funny story. So... Um, the maze, the idea was that, I guess the maze was the creation of, um, of uh, Niv-Mizzet, who is uh, Dragon Mastermind. He, he created the Izzet uh, Guild. Um, he, he's always played a big role in the set. And uh, so basically, he had created this maze as a means to capture the, uh, the guild. In fact, I, I, I forget exactly, but anyway... It was his idea. It was Niv-Mizzet's. Um, so they wanted, in the name of the set, to reference the maze, right? They wanted to reference this this race that was going to happen. So they came up with the idea of Dragon's Maze because it's, it's Niv-Mizzet's maze. The problem was Niv-Mizzet was in the very first set. Niv-Mizzet wasn't in the set. Um, so... Niv-Mizzet wasn't here. He was in the first set for story reasons. And they're just what we, we had so much to get in the set, it just wasn't easy to fit dragons in. Uh, and so the, I, don't, I don't know if the set even had a dragon. It might have had one dragon, but I mean, really, it wasn't about dragons. And so when they first pitched the name Dragon's Maze, um, we said, well, we can't call it Dragon's Maze. There, there aren't dragons in it. Like, what had happened earlier, just real quickly, is... Um, sorry, I keep... Back, back telling my stories. It's like, it's like Sherazad, the stories, the stories. Um, when we made Scourge, um, Brian Tinsman had made the set. There's a little bit of concern that the set wasn't exciting enough. So in development, they added this dragon theme uh, that they used for marketing. Except the set didn't really have dragon. I mean, it had a little bit. Um, I mean, there was, there was a smattering of dragons. But for a set called Scourge with a dragon theme that was marketed with a dragon theme, there was a not enough dragons in it. Like, later on, we would do a dragon set like we did with Dragon Shark here. Okay, we put a lot of dragons in it. It's Dragon Shark here. Um, but anyway, we, we realized we had made a mistake. We sort of, mar- I mean, once again, R&D doesn't do marketing, but we, we recognized that, that there had been a mistake with, with uh, Scourge. So when we saw this, we're like, okay, whoa, 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 we've done this before. We made a set where the audience expected dragons. We didn't deliver dragons, and the audience got upset because, hey, when you, when you hint there's dragons, give the audience dragons. So we tried very hard to change this name. Uh, I know I in particular, I was like, why in the world would we... And the funny thing is, 
the creative team at the time, who, who I think I'd come up with the name, kept saying, well, no, 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 it's not dragons with an S. It's dragon apostrophe S. It's a certain dragon. It's not, it's not like a maze of dragons. It's this dragon's maze. And I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. It doesn't matter. You have dragon in the name. You can't have dragon in the name of a set and not have the audience go, ooh, dragons. That, and, you know, and anyway, so we, we tried very hard to change the name of the set. And I lost, obviously, because it's called Dragon Space. But to my uh, credit, uh, when the set came out, there was a lot of confusion and a lot of people who were upset, like, where's all the dragons? It's called Dragon's Maze. Um, anyway, okay, back to, back to our story of cycles. So um, uh, the reason I brought this whole thing up was the part of the maze was this race that involved the gates. Uh, there's a card called Maze's End in the set where it's an alt-win condition. And the idea is if you get uh, 10 gates onto the battlefield, um, I think it's 10, di- I think it's 10 <gasps> differently named gates, um, you win the game. And that represented, uh, in the race, you had a race to all 10 gates, I believe is how it worked. Um, anyway, uh, the, so we, sorry, so that meant that we wanted gates to play a little bit more role. They were part of the story. So we made a whole cycle caring about gates. That, that was my long-winded story explaining the gatekeepers. Uh, next were the maze elementals. These all cost five and a colored mana. Uh, and they had uh, basically one ability naturally and then they granted a combat-oriented ability to all your multicolor creatures. Um, one of the themes that we put into Dragon's Maze was caring about multicolor because there were 10 different guilds that were all very different. So we decided we needed a very simple theme that could connect them. And so Dragon's Maze had a little bit of, not a lot because there wasn't a lot of room, a little bit of a theme of uh, multicolor matters. Uh, and multicolor in Dragon's Maze was all two colors. So Essentially, with two color matters. I think it said multicolor. So if you played with old cards, if you cared about anything that was multicolored, um, and then we had made a cycle uh, of one color. I think of uh, one color few spells. I believe. Um, I think there was one cycle. Of, I think uh, I didn't write this down. I think there was a cycle. Uh, there was a five card cycle, and then there was a ten card guild cycle. I believe is how we did it. Okay. Now, we also made a bunch of uh, guild cycles. Now, guild cycles are 10-card cycles. Now, normally when we do guild cycles in, uh, like, Return to Ravnica or Gatecrash, they are five-card cycles because there's only five of the 10 guilds in that set. So normally when we do guild cycles, it's a 10-card cycle, but broken up over two sets. In this set, it's all in one set. So it means there, you have to fit in 10 cards, which is trickier. When doing cycles... Um, Five-card cycles are the norm. They're much easier to fit in. Ten-card cycles are just difficult. And doing a bunch of ten-card cycles uh, creates a lot of challenge and a lot of of overlap. For example, let's take one of the ten-card cycles, the Maze Runners. So the idea was each of the guilds has somebody who's running the maze for their guild. Now, part of the story had um, Raul Zarek running the maze for Izzet. But... Uh, the, we made a cycle of maze runners that were legendary creatures. So we decided, like we had done with, in all previous Ravnica sets, we had done cycles of legendary creatures. Now, this is before Commander, I mean, existed, but it wasn't quite as big as it is now. Um, but we still liked the idea of, hey, we're in a Ravnica set, we're going to introduce stuff. 
Uh, part of the idea is we had done the leaders of the guild in the previous two sets. So here is a, sort of a champion of the guild. Um, we ended up there having to do somebody, in order to do a card fill up cycle, we made a blue-red one who was like the maze runner that's supposed to run for Is It that Ralzeric runs in place of. So we had to do that as a little, because Ralzeric was a um, planeswalker in the set. Um, uh, another thing we did is we did a cycle of mythic rare spells. So for each of the ten guilds, we just wanted some something mythic that seemed grandiose that we did. Um, we did uh, lieutenants uh, that were kind of draft arounds that were sort of saying, hey, here's a neat thing to draft around. Um, they were two colors to say, oh, we might want to be in these two colors among others uh, in order to do the strategy. Um, we had saw some fused cards that were hitting all ten guilds. Um, we had the clue stones. So the clue stones were artifacts that cost three. Uh, and that you could then tap for one of the two colors. So let's say it was the Azorius clue stone. So it's three, three generic mana, tap for white or tap for blue. Or I think it was white, blue, tap, sack. You could draw a card. So the idea was they did color fixing, but also later in the game when you no longer need the color fixing, you could get a card out of them. Um, anyway, uh, i trying to think what else I can say about this set. Um, it, it, looking back with, with um, you know, 2020 hindsight, um, and I, I, want, I want to stress that this is not, I think the design team did a great job. I, uh, Alexis and her team worked very hard. I think a lot of the problems on Dragon's Maze was in the structure. So this, is, this was on me. I did this. This was not Alexis. This was not her team. Um, in trying to make a block work and trying to make the 5-5 five, five, large, large work, um, I, like I said, it, it's not that I don't think there were some fun parts of Dragon's Maze. I just think sometimes we sort of ask the design team to... We, we bite off more than we can chew, as they say. And I think this set suffered a little bit from... There was just too much being asked of it. And so it just was... It was a lot. There was a lot of moving pieces. And, like, one of the questions I get all the time is, hey, why not just make a set with 10 factions in it? Why Why is there always five factions? Why not 10 factions? And the answer is that barring something like, you know, Double Masters 2022, barring something that just has a higher complexity level, um, it is really, really hard to get 10 factions in. Um, I mean, a lot of times what we do is we make five factions and then there's ways to combine the factions or play subsets of the factions, but it is really, really hard to have 10 distinct each with their own keyword, that, that's just, it, it's a lot to do. It, it's a little bit more to manage. And even though, like I said, even though we sort of warmed you up, like we introduced the five in Return of Ravnica, and then the five different ones in Gatecrash, like even though you had sort of like eight months of buildup before you got to this, it still ended up being quite a bit. It, it was just a lot going on. And um, now, the interesting thing is, uh, and this is true about... We always do market research and understand how do the audience take limited. Like one of the things we do uh, to understand how limited formats are is we can look on like on digital play and sanction play. Like who all was playing this format? How are they playing it? And um, what we found in uh, digital was the easiest place to see this was there was an audience that um, enjoyed uh, Return to Ravnica of the full block, the drafting the full block. There definitely was an audience that just got in. I mean, like. The reason we make Modern Horizon sets is there is an audience that just, 
you, you can't get too deep for them. They just throw the complexity at them. There is a very enfranchised audience, uh, and a lot of them are, are into drafting. Um, one of the interesting trend lines is the longer you play Magic, the more likely you draft. Um, and the longer you play, the more likely you can handle more complexity. So the idea of a complex draft, there's an audience for that. That's why we make Modern Horizons. Um, but Dragon's Maze, the full block with Dragon's Maze, was starting to get to some of the complexity levels you'd see in Modern Horizon in that there was so much to think about and so much to combine together. It just was a lot. Um, and that is why we don't normally do 10 factions. 10 factions is just a little bit too much outside of a high-complexity set, which is not something we'll do in a normal premiere set. So, um, so I mean, like I said, there, there's a lot of fun stuff. Um, to answer a couple questions, uh, number one is, will Fuse ever come back? Uh, I think so. I mean, we do split cards from time to time. Um, obviously, uh, with modal double face cards, that, that's another form of split cards. Um, I don't think we will do Fuse on modal double face cards because they often have permanence and you can't have it can only represent one thing at a time. So Fuse doesn't really work on MDFCs. But on um, split cards, I, I, I do think Fuse will come back at some point. It just needs to be the right set and the right reason. But uh, Fuse was generally well-liked. Um, will we ever do a hodgepodge, all Ravnica, every guild set again? Um, I wouldn't put past something like a Modern Horizons doing something like that. Like, I don't think it's an impossibility. I don't think we'd do it again as a premiere set. I think it's, it, it, was a, it was a little bit much. Um, although, I will say this, I'm, I'm always happy that we try things, even when we do something and it ends up not quite working out. I, I appreciate that part of what we do in Magic is we try new things and we push boundaries and we experiment. And even when something doesn't quite turn out the way we want, I, I'm happy that we tried the experiment. I'm happy that we, like, a lot of great Magic things came about because we were pushing boundaries. But part of pushing boundaries is hey, not everything's going to work out. And part of things sometimes working out is accepting that, hey, you got to try things. And I'm, I'm happy we tried Dragon's Maze. You know? And I do want to stress once again, um, none of these faults really fall on the design team. I think the design team did an amazing job with the constraints that I gave them of, hey, it's a set with all the guilds of this size and wrap it up. And you know, like that, that was just a really daunting challenge. So... Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed my uh, three-series talk on Return to Ravnica block. Um, like I said, I, I, looking back on the block, I, my, my, my biggest uh, sort of um, lessons learned in general, and I, I, I did a lessons learned on, uh, at least on Gatecrash, because I, I call it Gatecrash, is um, I wish, the, this and Gills of Ravnica, I wish I'd innovated a little more than I did. I guess... You could argue that we innovated on Return of Ravnica with the block structure. It was the, second, the first time we ever did a second large set, 5-5-10. You know, we, we did experiment a lot. So it's not, I guess on some level, we did experiment with this block more so than we did with Guilds of Ravnica. Um, but it was more in the structure than it was in the individual sets. So I guess we did experiment just in a different way. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed my talk all about Guilds of Ravnica. Uh, it was fun. Uh, I, I like doing these series where I revisit sets. Um, it lets me think back and to times. And, and, uh, so these were fun sets to make. I enjoyed Return to Ravnica. I enjoyed Great Crash. I, I enjoyed Dragon's Maze. They all were fun sets to work on. And I think there are a lot of fun cards that came out of them. So anyway, I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed this jaunt back, looking back at Ravnica Visit number two. But anyway, guys, I'm at work. 
Uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to be late for a meeting if I don't get going. So as we all know, uh, this is the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to make magic. Thanks for joining me today.